Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode in the podcast, The Fashion Matrix. This is your host, Pablo Espinosa de los Monteros, your image consultant. And this podcast is hosted and it's sponsored by Style Systems, an image consultant business. Now, it's 28 of December 2018. And Christmas just happened, right? So this episode is a special episode and is dedicated to Christmas. You know that the holiday season, you know what it is. Everyone is uh, has their best behavior. Everyone puts their best garments and everyone is giving out gifts and everyone is all loving and peaceful and blah, 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 blah. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not that I have something against Christmas itself or the holidays. You know, I don't want you to be thinking that I'm some sort of a fucking Grinch. No, not like nothing like that. But uh, truly, this is just to, you know, just be outside of the fucking matrix. Because the fashion matrix, if you have not been listening to the past, to, to, to the other episodes, the past episodes, then you might think that the fashion matrix will just talk about fashion that will just talk about style and me being an image consultant that's all i'm going to talk about well no of course you know image i that's basically what i do image image means perception now imagine if i would have named this the image matrix like people will not be listening to this shit people will be like what the fuck does that mean so I, that's why i call it the fashion matrix because it's more relatable so as this episode you know evolves you will understand and and, and unfolds you will understand that uh, how this has to do with image the christmas and all these things and the fashion metrics is everything that makes you a better version of yourself and just waking the fuck up literally just waking the fuck up doing things uh, consciously okay with awareness so it's not that i have something against christmas itself or the holiday season I have a problem, I do have a problem with the people doing things without being fucking aware of what they're doing. Because the, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything, you know? How you do anything is how you do everything, literally. How you do anything, that will permeate everything that you do the rest of your life. So if you're being manipulated by marketing and by the holiday season and you're doing it without any awareness that means that you're being manipulated right and there's gotta be some other aspects of your life and other areas of your life where you're being manipulated as well so that's exactly why i wanted to you know talk about the myths of the holiday season and of christmas because people think that this is just about the the birthday of jesus which by the way, that's not even his fucking name. People think that that's Jesus. It's not Jesus. His true name is Jeshua, right? So we should start calling him as for what he was really was. <laughs> not fucking Jesus. Like, what the fuck is that? It's almost like you're buying the frame and the story of someone else, the interpretation of someone else. And you think that it's true. Instead of digging in deeper, instead of making your own fucking research and you doubting, you don't even allow yourself to doubt these stories you don't even question them you just accept them because it feels good right 
why do why why do we accept holiday season and why do we accept Christmas and all that, even though it has nothing to do with the birth of Yeshua, like literally nothing. It has nothing to do with the Christian religion. Why do we like it? Well, this is because we think that it's about everyone puts their best behavior. It's all about being fake, literally. Everyone gathers around within the family and you never, ever, ever talk to them throughout the entire year. But in the holiday season, you talk to them. You talk to your auntie. You talk to your, to your, you know, your uh, uncle. You talk to your cousins and the ones you don't even fucking like. But they're all gathered there, stuffing themselves, <laughs> getting fat, buying presents and all this. And you like that because everyone is being fake. Everyone is putting their best behavior. But after the holiday season is done, you will see how very quickly this spirit of the holiday season dissipates and everyone almost like forgets about it and everyone goes back to their miserable life and everyone's, everyone is back to their shitty conditions and shitty ways of treating each other. So that's what's fucked up, man. The fact that we have to wait until a fucking day or a, or a season to be the best version of ourselves to be to be treating ourselves in a in a better way in a more positive way why the fuck do we have to wait until one season to be like that we should not be giving uh, you know we should not be waiting for permission of a season to give gifts motherfucker you can give a gift to your uncle to your auntie to your mom to your parent to anyone regardless of the season okay so I wanted to talk about a little bit of the myths and how it all started and what it really, where, where does it all come from? And although this is not going to be a, a history lesson, right? It's not going to turn into a fucking lecture. <laughs> uh, what I want is, I want you to make your own fucking research. I want you to make up your own fucking mind. And maybe this, just maybe, this will startle something within you. Like maybe you will get a little bit curious and that is the way of awakening awareness and consciousness within you. So let's get started. Okay. The first thing that I just said it is, I think it's bullshit. I think it's all fakeness. And I think it's truly, truly just a marketing gimmick shit. And we fall for it. And that, that's what disgusts me. Okay. And also people that don't have money throughout the entire fucking year for some fucking reason, when it's the holiday season, they get the money and they spend it on bullshit that they don't even fucking need or they're spending on or they're spending their money on people that they don't even fucking like but oh man well i have to give gifts you know it's a it's the trade of the holiday season and i have to give gifts away blah, 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 blah. Like, come on man you're just polluting the fucking planet i mean come on wake the fuck up so even if you do your own research even if if it awakes something a curiousness within you after hearing this podcast, this episode. Even if you make your own research and you understand everything about Christmas and holiday season and all this nonsense, and you still want to be a part of it, that's okay. The problem is when you're doing things without even thinking about them, without even questioning them, you literally become part of the problem. You become part of the matrix. You become part of the status quo. You become a sheep, become part of the herd. Now, if you wake up and you still like it, well, shit, at least you have the balls to stand for, stand your ground and stand for it. You say like, yeah, I understand what the, 
where the, all this comes from, but I like it. You know what I'm saying? I fucking like it and I'm going to keep doing it. So that's my life. The fuck out of my, the fuck out of my life. Now that's what I'm talking about. That's being conscious. That's living a life of awareness, of consciousness, that you do things, be, you make, make your decisions without being compulsive nor reactive. You understand and you are aware of the things that are happening within and without, and you make a conscious choice, a conscious decision. That's what I want, okay? So let's get started, man. I have to understand that this holiday season and the Christmas has nothing to do with religion, with Christmas, uh, with uh, Christmas, I'm sorry, with um, Christian religion, like nothing to do. It all started from a mixture of uh, Northern Europe, European cultures, like the Vikings, Scandinavian people, people that are that live in Northern Europe, like the Germans, the Vikings, the Celts, and all these people, they all shared something cultural. Even though they didn't have the same gods, they shared the same ideals, the same philosophies, the same uh, culture, or a very similar one. So that's where it really comes from. And even beyond that, this also comes from, you know, Greeks and the Romans. Everyone before the Christian religion came, before Jesus and all these things, everyone, you know, like the pagans, pagans and paganism, paganism or whatever the fuck you pronounce that. <laughs> the origin of Christmas really comes from pagans. So why do we hold 25 of December as a very important season, as a very important day. This is because people from the past, they always, always celebrated the winter solstice. Okay? That's, that's the main reason. That is the main beginning of of it all of christmas and, and these things it's the winter winter solstice the greeks celebrated it in a in a way you know from bacchus a god of wine and blah 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 the romans dedicated that day to saturn their god or deity and then uh the scandinavians scandinavians they had a special and they still have this name i think some of the People in that live in Norway, they still call it in this way. The way that the name that they gave the winter solstice day was Yule. Yule, it's the it's the tradition from this northern Europe European people. So, why is it important? Well, this is because it's the beginning of a new sun. It's the beginning of a new season. Winter comes, and winter means a lot of change. A lot of transformation for the people, for society, for the society's lifestyle, and then for the the crops, you know, for the for the nature itself. Like all of the vegetation dies, all of the crops die. I mean, you cannot harvest anything. Which is another thing that, if you think about, in Palestine, in old Palestine, there was no way, no way, a kid could have been born with shepherds around him and with cows around him and with fucking sheep around him in the middle of fucking winter. Like that's, that's just stupid, right? Like in fucking winter, if 
that that's I mean, there's archaeological research and and evidence that Jeshua was not born 25 of December, nor in December or nor in winter. It was literally and virtually impossible. He would have been he he would have died because of the weather in Palestine. So there's enough evidence that indicates that he was born probably in spring. I mean, there there was sun, there was harvest, there was shepherds. If there was shepherds, that means that there was animals running around there. In wintertime, there's no such thing as sheep running around. Everyone, all, all lives dies or hibernates. So just think about it. You make your own fucking research. Doubt me, doubt yourself, and doubt everyone so that you can come up with your own version of of history, of, of the facts, of things that happen in history because history is not being told in the right way. History is being told in the way that it's beneficial for a certain people. Why? To control us, literally. I know it sounds like a lot of, um, you know, like conspiracy theory and shit, but it is so. It is the truth. That's how it all started. That's how the religion, the Christian religion started. You know, it was a, an attempt to to a successful attempt and a, and, a, and a way of combining different cultures, different traditions and putting them together and uh, controlling it because the Roman Empire was was hitting a point of uh, no return. It was done, literally. The Roman Empire was divided into two and then in Europe, all these northern people invaded Rome and there was people even inside Rome that never accepted it, the Christian ways and never accepted this new God and all these things. So they were desperate. People in the power that had the power and the popes and all these and the, and the emperor, they had to come up with something to unite people. So that's where the whole Christian thing comes. The religion as we know it, not the teachings, but the religion as we know it as a form of control, as an attempt of control and and union of different people, okay? So the winter solstice, right? Why is it important for these Scandinavians? Well, the winter, if you've ever been to Northern Europe, winter is where the days are shorter. And in these countries, there are literally days where there are no sunlight. It's dark the whole fucking day. It's totally dark. So you can imagine that a lot of people were afraid a lot of people were you know uh depressed almost like a lot of people were like the fuck do we do there's no harvest there's no animals there's no vegetation there's nothing to do there's no sun and people venerated the sun as the father as the giver of light as the giver of life the sun was always one of the most important deities one of the most important aspects of life in the old civilizations so when there was no sun people were very worried about these things so that's why they had to do a number of rituals to ease the sun to be like okay we have to get through this we're not going to fall into desperation so the whole concept of lights the lights that we see in in the holiday season you know that all of the houses are covered with lights and this and that it comes from the concept of darkness avoiding the darkness because when there was darkness, darkness has always been interpreted by the old people, by the old civilizations as something negative. Not because it's negative by itself, but because these people couldn't see 
where they were going. They, so maybe a wolf or maybe a bear or some sort of animal, maybe they will fall, they will, they will get lost. And if they would get lost in those temperatures, they would get sick, they would die. So they interpret it as something evil, as something bad. So that's why they had a lot of light. They, they did a lot of fires, these societies, these old Scandinavian people, because they had to be in light all the time because light is what, what make, allows them to see things clearly. And it is a representation of good, you know, the light versus darkness and all these things. So that's where this tradition comes from. Now, where does the, the tree comes from? This tradition of cutting the tree and having a tree inside of the house. It also comes from these same winter solstice and the Scandinavian people because they realized that there was one tree, which is the fir tree. There was one tree that no matter the season, no matter that it was winter, this tree was alive this tree never died even it was even though it was winter even it, it was winter all vegetation you know like you see in the pictures when it's winter all the leaves will fall and there is no vegetation but the fir tree it keeps growing and it keeps alive it's still a living I, I, I was just about to say creature, but God damn it, man, shit. It's not a creature. It was a living thing. So they took this as a sign of the gods, as a sign of Odin that was helping them. And symbolism, symbolism has always been around us in societies and throughout our history. So there was a symbolism behind this fir tree. It was a good omen. It was like a totem. It was a good omen for them. So they would cut it and they would... It, they created a whole ritual of in, in the festivity of Yule and they would bring this tree into their houses because as a, as a sign of even though it's winter, even though it's darkness and all these things, we still have the light, we still have a lot of fire and it's we're fighting against the dark and we have a fir tree which symbolizes life, which means we will prevail. Winter will pass and then good things will happen. The new sun will come and all these things, okay? Make your own research, man. Don't believe me, shit. Now, I mean, I could go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. But it was not after, you know, I don't remember exactly the, the year, but it was like almost almost three decades or something like that after Joshua died or even longer, you know, don't pay attention to me. I highly suggest that you do make your own fucking research. <laughs> I don't have the datum here sitting next to me, but it was long after Joshua died and long after the crucifixion and all these things that, uh, you know, in the Bible, we don't read anything that has to do with Christmas as we know it today. There's nothing similar to it. Churches and the priests, they never, ever, ever, you know, acknowledge the trees and the lights and all these things as part of Christian tradition, Judeo-Christian tradition. It was something invented, invented by the Scandinavian people. So when the Roman Empire was dying, again, like I told you, the emperor and the pope, 
they decided that they needed to come up with a way of uniting these pagan rituals with a Christian ritual. So that's when a pope and a specific pope decided to 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 write down that in history that okay, Jeshua Jesus was born in twenty five of December because I said so. So simply because of the interest of some people. It was not for the benefit of everyone. It was just literally because of some people decided it was this. This is how it was going to be. They decided it. They get they get together and they said this is what is going to happen. And then because people were already transforming into this slowly process of turning into Christianity, and they were already used to these pagan rituals on the twenty fifth of December between twenty four and sixth of January. It's the winter solstice and all these things. They were doing some sort of rituals important rituals they found a way to unite them and that's why why people accepted it more they were more like okay you know it makes sense yeah you know 25 december you know i'm still doing my rituals no whether you call it christmas jesus whatever the fuck i'm still doing my own shit so that's why societies accepted it a little bit easier and more now the concept of um, Santa Claus, this little chubby, judgmental, fucking old guy, creepy guy that is watching your kids, kind of creepy, right? Shit, I mean, you tell your kids that there's an old guy, old fat guy watching them all the fucking time till you, uh, and he knows whether they're being good or bad. And they're like, what, who the fuck you think you are to tell me if I'm doing something good or bad? Like, what the fuck? That's being judgmental, man. Like, we're teaching that to our kids. That's fucked up, man. <laughs> but anyway, before Jeshua and all these things, there was a guy called Mithras. And there's this whole thing that the Christian religion decided to omit and they decided to delete in the Bible and all these things. Make your own research when it comes to Mithras. There was this concept of this guy. It was, again, from the Northern Europe people that he created certain miracles for people. He was healing people. And then that he supposedly died, died and he sacrificed himself for our sins. Shit, sounds kind of similar, isn't it? The, his name was Mithras. So do your own research when it comes to that. And then also, you know, um, the concept, so the concept of Santa Claus as we know it, is a mixture of, of different deities, of different gods, different cultures, but they all come from Northern Europe. In a way, you can say that it was this guy, Mithras, also Odin, Odin, the father god of the Vikings, of the Scandinavians. And again, the Celts, had their own version of Odin. German tribes had their own version of Odin. And if you research the images of Odin, you will realize that it looks kind of similar to Santa Claus. Like the first versions of Santa Claus, not the Santa Claus that we know right that we know of right now, the with the red outfit and all this. We will get into that. So I just gave you Mithras, Odin, and then there was also people, Scandinavian people already had a deity. They already had a god that supposedly would give, give away gifts throughout the winter solstice, not only to kids, but to everyone. Because, you know, 
because also the concept of giving up, giving away gifts to each other and being good to each other, it was because the winter solstice, it was a very hard time for these people. So they were supporting each other. So if someone in within within their society was lacking something in their house, there was the tradition that you will give give it away. You will give something away to them to help them. Okay. So this is where the tradition of giving gifts comes from, from the hardship of the winter solstice and all these things. So this deity is actually a, a goat. It was like some sort of some sort of a demon. And uh, people now, some people call it in Krampus, but it's not really Krampus. That's not his name. That is the true version of of the giver of gifts, where if you were being good to each other and helping each other, he would help you out, give some miracles and give some gifts, and he would help you. And if you were being bad, because he was a demon, it was like a form of a goat, a, a black goat with a mask, the mask of a demon or something like that. Again, do your own research, man. Do your own fucking research. Don't take shit for granted, even if it's coming from me. I don't care for who it's coming from, man. Do your own fucking research. So he would give out gifts, okay? Now, Odin also, throughout Yule, it was the only season in winter where Odin was manifesting himself, okay? It was the only season where he was manifesting himself. So he would, uh, you know, he would be seen, he would be being seen in the woods of Scandinavia, of, you know, Norway, all these countries. He would um, just be, you know, performing some miracles sometimes. He would be talking to some people. He would be a wanderer. Now, he always carried two ravens in his shoulders and they were the eyes of odin they acted as, as the eyes of odin where they were telling him everything that was happening within his kingdom within his his people so he would send out the god uh, the gods um, he would send out the these ravens and he would almost like spy on people now the concept of santa Claus, where he's spying on you He's not really spying on you. He has his little helpers, which are the elves. Yes, the elves are the ones that are watching us and they are telling Santa Claus whether we're being good or bad and all these things. Well, the elves comes from this idea of the ravens from Odin. Also, Odin was always being seen with... Uh, with a horse, okay? He was riding a horse. Now pay attention to this, because this is really fucking cool. You see, this horse was, he has a, he was a, an eight-legged horse, and he was riding this eight-legged horse, Odin. The concept of, of Odin flying and all these things. Now think about the concept of Santa Claus and the eight, the reindeers, right? Something like that. He had uh, Santa Claus has eight reindeers or something like that, right? You, you 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 get what I'm saying. So this also comes from the concept of Odin, and the beer of Santa Claus comes from Odin as well. So it's a combination of these different deities and these different cultures and mixture of gods and all these things. Now the concept of Santa Claus as we know it today, the 
the the the image of Santa as we know it today, that's where it gets interested, interesting, and this is where my expertise come in, being an image consultant, which means perception, marketing, branding, perception, literally manipulation of perception, creating new images in the eyes of an audience and things like that, whether it's from for a business, a person, or a product. So Santa Claus, as we know it today, the image of Santa Claus comes from Coca-Cola, the company Coca-Cola. They created that little chubby guy with a white beard and the red outfit. They created that as a form of marketing. And it worked. It clearly worked because we still know it. This was invented, I don't know, like back in the 1920s or something like that. And uh, it's funny. It's funny how we're being manipulated. Like some people sit together and they start having some sort of brainstorm and they start saying, you know what, man, we should create a, fuck, a new version of fucking Santa Claus to sell more of our product. And they did it. You know, they're very fucking smart. They clearly know what the fuck they're doing. And people buy this shit. People buy these things, these ideas. That's what it gets interesting because this is exactly what I'm teaching people. You know, I have my online school and this movement that I created, which is called the power of image. What I teach people exactly how to manipulate perception in the way that they want instead of being manipulated, instead of buying the stories and the things that other companies, other people are selling them. Like this concept of Santa Claus, for example. This comes from an idea of certain people, certain CEOs, certain marketers within a company. Why the fuck do you buy these things? You see, my problem is that not that you buy these things or not. The problem is that you're doing it unconsciously. And if you're doing it unconsciously, that means that you're doing, un you're doing some other things unconsciously as well. And uh, if you keep living life like this, all of, all of a sudden you realize, you look back at your life and you realize that you're living a life that you didn't want to. You didn't even create it. You didn't even have a choice or you always had a choice, but you think that you didn't have a choice. So because that's just life, right? So you go, you look back and you're like, shit, I got married, I have the kids and I hate my life and I have a job that I fucking despise. I fucking hate my life. So you become a miserable human being. And if you become a miserable human being, that means that you will make miser miserable other people as well. When you see others shining, you hate them because if you cannot have it, then why would they have it? Why would others have what you couldn't have? What you, what you never had? You become very, very bitter. So that's my problem, man, that you are not fully aware of the things that, uh, that you're doing in your life. You're not fully aware nor conscious about the decisions that you're taking in your life. And you're just being drifted by the waves, by the, you know, the rhythm of certain people. You're being like a, literally like a leaf falling from the sky, being blown away from one side to the other with no sense of direction at all. And uh, that's fucked up, man. Because if you only realize how much potential you have, then you would be making your own goddamn decisions. You would be making your own choices. You would be fully responsible for the conditions of your life within and without, man. You would be like, you know what, man? I, I will decide if I believe in fucking Santa Claus or not. I will decide if I want to, 
you know, a makeup, a made up day, I will decide, decide if I want to gather around and stuff myself up and being fat. I will decide that. Not others, not society, man. Stop being a fucking sheep. That is the problem. Now, if you are fully aware of all these things and you still decide to celebrate these days, that's better, isn't it? At least you are fully aware. At least you're making a conscious decision. You're not being compulsive. You're not being reactive. Because right now, maybe you're just reacting towards what society is telling you. This is the new trend. Oh, okay, so I'm going to go there. You're being compulsive. Buy this new thing for a holiday season. Oh, okay, cool, I'm going to buy it. You don't even know what the fuck you're doing. You're not, you have no control, little or no control of your life. And then all, all of a sudden you become depressed and you don't even know why. You're like, oh, why is this happening to me? Well, no wonder, you know, if you realize all these things. And this also happens not only in the holiday season. This also happens in 14th of February, you know, like uh, Valentine's Day. And, uh, you know, all these things, man. Like, what the fuck? We need to wake the fuck up. Now, on the next episode, I will talk about New Year's Eve because this is we're getting closer to New Year's Eve. And people always have this new you, new me. And they start making their New Year's resolutions. And they don't do shit. They don't follow through. It's really, it's really funny to me looking at these, man. People saying that they're going to do this, they're going to do that. And man, out of the thousands and millions and billions of people that do their fucking uh, resolutions, only 1% or maybe even less actually do them, actually follow through. And that's pretty fucked up. Now, why? This is because we're being compulsive. We're being reactive. We don't even know what the fuck we're doing. We don't even know. We have no control over our emotions. We have no control over our thoughts. We have no control over our lifestyles. We have no control over our fucking fashions. We have no control over our expressions, our communication, our being, our physicality. We have no control over anything, man. So that's the fashion matrix. It's all a fashion. It's all a fucking matrix, man. And uh, if you want to start having control of your life, you need to unplug yourself from the matrix and start being responsible for your thoughts, your emotions, your life. That's the only way we can fight back, man. Fight back over, over these control systems and over this fucking bullshit. So this, is, this was the holiday special. I hope you had a fucking phenomenal Christmas day. <laughs> no, nah, man, for real. I, I really do hope that at least some curiosity awakens within you so that you go and make your own research. You don't have to believe nor disbelieve what I'm saying. It's beyond that, man. Just Google it, man. It's pretty fucking easy. Now we have that, that uh, technology that you can just YouTube it, uh, Google it and maybe something will come up, man. Maybe you will know more about it than I do. And now you will have a better choice. You will have a better understanding because if you don't know better, then you won't have a choice. You literally, you're, you don't have a choice because if this is everything that you know, if this is what we're teaching to our children, and this is what, if this is all that we know and no one has ever told us that there's something, there's a different way, there's a different path. This is their true meaning of Christmas, that Christmas is, is no, nothing Christian. It's actually something pagan. If no one tell, tells us these things, then we don't know better, right? 
we are left with only one thing. And that's pretty fucked up. We're not, we're not being free then. We don't have freedom of choice. We have no liberty. We're being slaves to a fucking system that is telling us and giving us just one version of the story. Now, I want you to, you know, learn different stories, learn different, have different choices. And then you, from a conscious point, from awareness, you make up your own goddamn mind. You choose consciously what you choose to do, what you choose to believe and all these things, man. So uh, that's my wish to you guys. And uh, remember, this is the fashion matrix. This is the place. This is the podcast where you will become a better version of yourself, where we talk about many different things, not just fashion, not just style, not just image, everything and anything that will make us awake and, and, and that will awaken us and that will make us better and grow and all these things, okay? Remember that I'm your host, Pablo Espinosa de los Monteros, your image consultant. This podcast is sponsored by Style Systems, a company of image consultant, an image consultant business. Remember that you can find me at uh, stylesystems.net. You can follow me if you want. You want me to cover a specific topic for another episode or if you have questions, if you want to know more about these things, you can find me at uh, Style Systems in all social media, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, YouTube, anywhere, just at Style Systems. And uh, every Wednesday, this podcast is made in Spanish. And then every Friday, this podcast is made in English. With that, I'm going to leave you and I will, we will listen to each other or you will listen to me, better said, on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in.